Tax increases. I, 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 I didn't say that wrong. Why would anybody be surprised? $1.9 trillion worth of COVID relief that doesn't actually give relief for COVID? It's got to get paid for somehow. Taxes. Tax increases. According to The Hill, Joe Biden is working on the first federal tax increase in almost 30 years. Raising the corporate tax rate from 21% to 28%. Increasing the income tax rate on people making more than $400,000. Expanding the estate tax. Getting rid of tax preferences on pass-through businesses like limited liability corporations. And setting up a higher capital gains tax rate for individuals making at least $1 million. Well, if you wanted somebody who was going to tax the rich and eat the rich, congratulations, you found your guy. Because rich people are bad or something. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, good to be with you. 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. You can reach out on Parler, on Instagram, on Twitter, at Tony Katz, T-O-N-Y-K-A-T-Z. That's, that's how you That's how you do the thing right there. This is really happening. No, 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 but tell me more uh, how good you feel about voting for Joe Biden because at least we wouldn't have, you know, mean tweets. Come on, tell me more. The best is people will say, oh, it's those rich people. They can afford it. You haven't learned that it affects you. You haven't learned that it comes down to you. You haven't learned that just because you're not the one paying the taxes shouldn't give you the right to tell other people they have to pay. May I ask? If, if you are a married couple making $132,000 a year, why you have such hate for a married couple making $412,000 a year? I mean, it's hate, right? You're a single person making $55,000 a year. Why do you have hate for, for people who are making more money than you? Oh, that's right. They should pay. What if you're not paying any income tax at all? You don't qualify. I mean, you're paying other taxes, of course, sales taxes and all sorts of things that you're not even paying attention to. Why do you hate these people? What makes you think that you should be so powerful that you can tell these other people to pay more for the programs you want? It's hate. I don't know why we can't say it like that. I don't know why this is so, you know, hard for people to, to, to get around. It's hatred. I mean, you can argue that it's bigotry or a whole bunch of things, but what it is, is pure, raw, unadulterated hate. It's disgust. It's seething. It's loathing. These people owe us. These people have to pay their fair share. Fair share to, to whom? Fair share to whom? Why don't you answer that question? Look, I am a guy who would get rid of the income tax altogether. I believe the creation of the federal income tax is one of the most awful things we've done in American history. Not as awful as slavery, but certainly pitting people against each other and telling them that their obligation from the, their labor, the sweat of their labor, goes to the government. Ooh, it's not slavery, but it's close. And for the people who are going to send me an email, think about what I just said and realize, holy cow, Marcellus Wallace was right. The federal income tax has never helped anyone. It has divided. 
not made us better. It has made us worse. And it sets up a dynamic where people who aren't paying the tax get to tell people who are paying the tax because you exist and succeed financially, you have to pay more. We don't care about anything else in your life. We don't care about the good works that you do. We don't care about what charities you support. We don't care about what family issues you may have. We don't care about what you sacrifice. We don't care about how you work hard. We don't care just give us. We are taking from you. What kind of society is that? What value is that society bringing anyone? And the answer is it doesn't bring anybody anything. So why do people keep defending it? And why is it that the Biden team is so absolutely positively aggressive in saying it's time to raise taxes? What is wrong with these people? What's wrong with them? It's obvious that they have some level of weird fetish about this. They have a misunderstanding of economic policy. They certainly hate the people that they're taxing. Now, I say that while I understand full well that some people have been talking about we should pay more in taxes. There are people who make a lot of money, more money than you and me, who we should pay more in taxes. So why don't they pay more? Nothing is stopping them from writing a check. Why don't they pay more? Well, this is where the weird control thing comes into play. Why is it that they won't simply say, all right, um, uh, we've gone through it, uh, lovey. I assume uh, they're they're like the Howells there from Gilligan's Island, uh, because that's a cultural reference that the Gen X people absolutely adore, and the millennials don't get at all. Here we are in, in Lovey, and we, we've done the, 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 the taxes, and uh, we, we owe this much. But I feel that we should, we should add another 10000 to that because, you know, it, uh, it, it, we got to pay our fair share. And so here's the number. We're going to send another 10000 to that. Send that in. Send that in, Thurston. Get it done. They don't do that. They want a law that tells everybody they have to pay more. Why? Why, why is it that these, these rich folk don't just pay more? I don't believe a single dime from the federal government should go to Planned Parenthood. I believe that Oprah and Bill Gates and name your other rich person should pay to keep Planned Parenthood open. I mean, if it's that important. If it's that important to provide women with good health care. Because, you know, that's what, that's what Planned Parenthood is doing. It's not an abortion mill. It's providing solid health care. Well, then go pay for it. Why don't you just write the check? That's my take. I believe that people should decide on the things that are important and go after them and support them. I don't think you should pass laws that put other people on the hook for your inability to like do for yourself. You want to pay more in taxes? Go right ahead. Now, this is not the only thing going on, uh, Joe Biden's holy evil. A seventh woman accusing Andrew Cuomo. Cuomo is in a mess of pain. A mess of... Did you see the picture of him in the blanket? He's walking around somewhere, I guess somewhere around the Capitol, somewhere around his house. He's covered in a blanket. I think he's holding a beer. Like, what in the world is this? 
What in the world is he? He looks like Vinny the Chin Gigante. Now you may not know uh, uh, who Vinny the Chin is. Uh, we're talking about a, a New York mafioso, head of a crime family, and then as I guess the 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 they were closing in on him. I guess you could say all of a sudden his brain started to go, and he was walking around the streets. I think he was in Queens. I think it was the Bronx. I think it was in Queens uh, in his pajamas. Right? Oh, you you can't throw this guy in jail. He doesn't even know where he is anymore. Was it an act? Was it not an act? Look, look, I I I gotta tell you, I I I don't know if it was an act or or not an act. Who am I to say? Guy tells me he's not okay. He's not okay. All right. Look at him. Look at the guy. Does that guy look all right to you? And then look at Cuomo. Have you seen Cuomo? He's got himself a blanket, and he's got himself... Is that a beer? I don't know what that... could be a Zima, for all I know. Probably the kind of guy who drinks Zima. He don't look so good. Oh, he don't look so good at all. I have no clue what's going to happen with Andrew Cuomo. What I do know is that there's a really interesting divide going on where even people like Ocasio-Cortez, Representative Ocasio-Cortez, are calling on him to resign. Senators Gillibrand and Schumer, the New York senators, have called on him to resign. The difference is Schumer and Gillibrand are only talking about the seven uh, um, people who have claimed sexual impropriety. They're not mentioning the nursing home scandal. They're not mentioning 15,000 people dead. They're not mentioning the people dead in developmental disability uh, uh, homes. They're not mentioning the, uh, the, the, the lies told in covering up the numbers. You know who is? Ocasio-Cortez. Now, this is not the only thing that we're going to do. We're going to have another conversation about something Representative Ocasio-Cortez did. It's going to blow your mind because she may have graduated into being an adult or this is all by accident and there's an opportunity to help her with it. There's an opportunity to help her become an adult. I will take that opportunity. But Nancy Pelosi, oh, she won't call for anybody to be thrown out of office or to resign uh, uh, Biden and Harris they won't call for it either but Nancy Pelosi is busy lying about the border that story is next I'm Tony Katz so we're 50 plus days into Biden's administration and the border is worse and the border is worse because Biden's entire philosophy is, as long as it's not what Donald Trump did, that's what we'll do. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. But that's a terrible policy. That's no way to to do things. You got to deal with things as they are. And there are children coming across the border because they feel emboldened. Not the children, but those who drag them across. And then leave them for dead. That's what's happening. And people feel emboldened. I mean, that's just, that's just where it's at. They won't call it a crisis at the border. When you see the pictures, oh, yes, it's a crisis at the border. Why they won't say so is beyond understanding, is beyond reason beyond decency.
Now, there's a lot of things that are beyond decency. I will share with you some Brian Stelter audio talking about Tucker Carlson. Dear Lord, this is... This is fetish. The, the fetish over Tucker Carlson is real and insane, and it's obvious that he is now the target because he's, what, too effective? Oh, he's a white supremacist. That, that must be it. That, that must be it. He's a, he's a white supremacist or some other kind of clinically insane nonsense. Look, let me, let me be clear, because there was a whole conversation producer Ari and I had before the show began. I don't think, as the uh, Jewish guy on radio, I have to actually go out of my way to say I oppose white supremacists. But if you ask me to rank them, I fear communists more. Just so we're all clear, when we take a look at the body count, communists win by a country mile. When we take a look at the horror and the full-on torture, just in the sheer numbers, the communists, they win. I fear communism more than I fear white supremacists. And for those people who want to call me a racist, let me start, uh, let me remind you how I started. I'm the Jewish guy on radio. I'm the one they hate. They weren't marching around Charlottesville saying black people won't replace us, Asians won't replace us. They were saying Jews will not replace us. No, on behalf of the Jews, we don't want to replace you. We think your life sucks. We, Ari and I have spoken, and we're like, no, we're good. We're, we're going to stay right here, thank you. We, we, we're not interested in carrying tiki torches. Maybe around the deck, right? A little ambiance. But we're not interested in marching with you. We're not interested in your life. We actually kind of think you suck. But if you want to do this, okay, don't bother anybody. Don't get anybody killed like Heather Heyer, right? You're going to jail for that. But if I'm ranking things, communists are far more frightening. Now, why is it that we're not discussing the growth of the democratic socialists and communists in America? Why aren't we discussing their heritage of Lenin and Stalin, of Mao and of Fidel and Che? Why aren't we having this conversation? Because it comes in the package of Bernie Sanders? Oh, he's a cute old man with the gloves, the mittens and the thing. The man believes in breadlines. What, what's more dangerous? I put forth, again, that it's the communists. I will have this conversation with anyone. I'm not saying white supremacists don't exist. I don't think they exist in the numbers uh, that uh, media wants you to believe like it's on every street corner. I don't think the data shows that. I think the idea of there being more groups, as the FBI shows, is far different than the idea of here's who's coming to hurt you. I would argue the things voted on by this Congress under this president are more harmful to more people. Now, people can disagree with my theory. They can disagree all they want. But when they want to say it's because I don't understand, uh, 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 I'm not giving you that out. I'm the guy they want dead. And then they're going to come for producer Ari. Sorry, Ari. They're just they're, they're coming for you. Just. It's just the way it's going to happen. I'm going to be first. 
I'm going to be first. You understand that? And then you'll be like, my best friend, Tony. And then don't worry. You're going to get whacked, too. I'm just ranking them. But this obsession with Tucker Carlson. I mean, I've got a two for story on Tucker Carlson. I will get to. But let's get back to the border. Because Nancy Pelosi is talking about the border. But when Nancy Pelosi talks about the border, Pelosi blames Trump. You see, everything was broken, and so the Biden administration had to fix it. It's Donald Trump's fault. There's a humanitarian challenge at the border. And right now, there are between six and 700 more children who are heading towards uh, the, the, the southern border. With all due respect to the speaker, we know you're lying to us. I don't even know why I have to have respect for you when you lie this blatantly. It's not not a humanitarian challenge. It's a flat-out crisis. It was a crisis for four years. You don't get to change the words now. We see you. Secondly, Donald Trump followed the law. That's your problem. He actually followed the law. Laws that you could change as a what? Lawmaker. And you don't. Because I believe that you I don't believe that you well, n- never mind a, a question uh, uh, of honesty. I don't think that you actually care whether or not you're gaslighting the people or not. You're gaslighting them. It's obvious. The issue here is that when Biden was elected, it was a sign that said we're open and a policy change of we're open and an unwillingness to do what is necessary to keep the country safe. And you called them cages for four years, and now you call them reception centers. It's gaslighting. Saying it's a humanitarian challenge and not a crisis is gaslighting. Saying the system is broken at the border when you've been the Speaker of the House for six years? It's six years? Four years? Three years? Long enough to make the change. We know you're lying. I'm Tony Katz. Let's not forget that Myanmar is under martial law. There's been a military coup. The people are trying to fight back. And it isn't going so well. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Security forces killing dozens of protesters over the weekend. These crackdowns on resistance to the military coup couple of the uh, townships uh, is, uh, where they've seen martial law declared. 38 people killed on Sunday alone. This is not getting better. We're watching this happen, but we are the world that watched Hong Kong get destroyed. We watched Hong Kongers just be ruined by the communists. By the communist Chinese regime. No one said a word. Uh, certainly not uh, LeBron James. Look, I, th- I don't think the sports guys have to shut up and dribble. I think they can say anything they want. But I'll notice what they say, and I'll notice what they don't say. Isn't that what we're supposed to do? Silence is violence. But if you say the wrong thing, that is also violence. 
LeBron's getting a pass because he's LeBron. I'm not giving that guy a pass. Whatever. His the money is uh, having a good basketball IQ or court vision doesn't mean anything to me. If you can't stand up for Hong Kongers, what does the rest of it matter? You think I care about Space Jam 2? I care about the lives of Hong Kongers. I care about people being able to speak freely in the United States of America. I, your, your movie comes a distant 400th. Look, sometimes these things have to be ranked, people. All I'm doing is is ranking them appropriately. We're going to keep up with what's going on in Myanmar and how exactly this this coup is brought to an end. I am not so sure how that is going to happen. Let me bring you over to Marvelous Marvin Hagler. Now, growing up, Gen Xer that I am, my father, still alive at the age of 83, boxing was watched. Boxing was watched in the living room. If my father at the time could have had a large screen television, he would have done it. Right? Watching boxing was a family activity, me and my brothers. And I watched Hagler. And I watched Duran. Now, I can't say I remember every last bit of it. Larry Holmes, right? Anytime I think boxing, the voice of Howard Cosell, right there in the, in the back of, of my head. Marvin Hagler, dead at the age of 66. He was a seven-year middleweight champion. The guy was just spectacular. The story goes, however, that he took the coronavirus vaccine and that may have been what killed him it was put out there like that because of Thomas Hearns Hearns had said he's in the hospital uh, fighting the effects of the COVID vaccine so now people are like whoa 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 Now we can't trust the vaccine? Well, there's been stories like this, and we've actually discussed this, that there could be people who have had bad reactions to the vaccine. That is far different than whether or not the vaccine is this dangerous commodity. I am not someone who believes that the vaccine is dangerous. Clearly, more people have been just fine taking the vaccine than not. But if there are things about the vaccines, whether it be um, Pfizer or or whether it be uh, Moderna or um, AstraZeneca, by the way, is it France that just dropped the, uh, yeah, Germany and France have suspended the use of the AstraZeneca vaccine. There were reports in Norway of blood clots. So if they're going to go about checking, uh, okay. I think people expect everything to be perfect from the word go, and that's, that isn't how it works. One of the horrors of living in a broadband society is that we think everything should be instantaneous and work perfectly. It's, it's, the, it's the plus of, of, of the society we've created, and it's also a, a part of the downfall because we have no 
temperament. We have no patience for when things don't work. We expect it to happen on the quick, on the fly, no questions. That's not the way any of this happens. So why are we doing this to ourselves? It makes no sense. If they want to check as a precautionary measure, then go ahead. Go ahead and check. Is there any proof that it was the vaccine that killed Marvin Hagler? No. Hearns wrote, we're talking about, by the way, Tommy the Hitman Hearns. Oh my gosh. The, 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 the fight between Hearns and Hagler, I mean, it's just, those fights are stunning. And he, he put out on Instagram, a real true warrior, pray for the king and his family. He's an ICU, meaning Hagler's an ICU, fighting at the after effects of the vaccine. He'll be just fine, but we could use the positive energy and prayer for his full recovery. And then afterwards, Hearn said, allow us to have our peace, our love and respect to Marvin and his family. This is not an anti-vaccine campaign. It's outrageous to have that in mind during the passing of a king, legend, father, husband, and so much more. Right? I have no way of knowing. I don't think anybody does. I don't think that you... I I only hope that people aren't going to be like, oh, I'm not taking the vaccine now. I don't... I don't think it's going to get you anywhere. But it's so amazing how, you know, one thing can can set people's minds. Totally set people's minds. People are going to say, God Hagler, I'm not taking it. And I know plenty of people are like, yeah, I'm good. I'm not taking the thing. I'll let other people take it. I'm I'm not in a rush. Right? I'm just not. I'm good. Thank you so much. Have a nice day. You be you. You absolutely be you and feel free. Me, personally, I'm very, very interested in the therapeutics that are coming out that seem to have strong effect. I think Eli Lilly has one. There's some others that have a very, very strong effect. Merck has another one uh, on, on stopping the virus. Doesn't necessarily mean you won't get it, but it can stop the virus from uh, from going forward. And, and that, I... Uh, I think it's some fascinating science. Oh, people are going to be talking about this Hagler thing for a long, long time. This may actually prevent people of a certain age, may prevent uh, black men from getting the vaccine, which has already been, as as health professionals discuss it, an issue because of a, of a bit of American history and a bit of people not trusting the government. Can't stop someone if they don't trust the government. I'm just saying this doesn't make it any easier. Not at all. I'm Tony Katz. Drew Brees has retired from the New Orleans Saints. 20 years in the NFL. I, uh, I don't blame him. There comes a time where you have to hang it up. There comes a time where you got to say, you know what, I got to go. There comes a time when maybe you realize you've just been totally abused by the woke folk. And you're like, I don't want any more of this.
And I think that Drew Brees did a lot of damage to his own uh, legacy, if you will. When he folded to the crowd about people taking a knee during the national anthem. You want to tell me it's about not disrespect for the flag? That's fine. He thinks that it's disrespectful. Two things can be true. You don't mean any disrespect, but I see it as disrespect. But I hear what you're saying, but I see it as disrespect. Maybe there's another way, because I see that as disrespect. What? Because you see it one way, I'm not allowed to see it my way? What an odd thing to say in this world. Tony Katz, great to be with you. Tony Katz today. Twitter. Facebook, Twitter, actually, Twitter, Instagram, Parlor at Tony Katz, Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. The name of the place is Tinhorn Flats. And Tinhorn Flats is in Burbank, California. And when I lived in Burbank, I don't think I was ever at Tinhorn Flats. Actually, I lived near Burbank. I, I never went to, uh, to Tinhorn Flats. It just never, never happened. But they have been fighting against the madness of the uh, uh, of the lockdowns, the madness of the shutdowns, and they have been trying to stay open and survive. Well, the city of Los Angeles is unhappy. You can't do this, Los Angeles County, I should say, and you can't do that, and you have to stop doing this and stop doing that. And they're saying, and, and I'm quoting, "We're not going to stop. We got to stay open." So now a judge has allowed the city of Burbank to cut off their electricity. I mean, that's just, that's just obscene. Look how much control we have over you. You are not in charge and we will crush you by any and all means necessary. You know, there's this, this whole theory that, that government has. It's very strange. Let's say you live in a place and um, you've got a way of dealing with uh, water and electric. You don't need, you don't need the city. There, um, there are places that tell you you have to hook up regardless of whether you use the service. You have to hook up and you have to pay. You have to hook up, and you have to pay for the hookup, whether you use the service or not. Why would you have to be connected to the grid? Why would you have to be connected to the grid? It's a very odd thing to me. Not as odd as the people saying you're not allowed to use images of Oprah Winfrey in her interview with uh, Harry and Meghan because that's uh, cultural appropriation or racism. It's a meme. You know what a meme is. Uh, somebody makes a face or somebody's done something and, um, and uh, you, uh, you, you, you use it to like signify, hey, this is a, how I feel or this is my reaction to something, right? That, that, that's a meme. Oh, but if you use them of, of, uh, of Oprah Winfrey, it's bigotry. It's not bigotry. You've got to be out of your head. To believe that. But that's just some of the madness going on. It's madness to shut off this business's electricity. It's madness to keep them shut down. And this does not swing well for, for Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom, by the way, has problems because they're going to get to the signatures. Right? The recall Gavin Newsom effort 
they figured they, they only needed a million and a half signatures. But they were going to get the two million to make sure that anything um, that they, uh, they uh, what, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? That they, like, the signatures get thrown out, that's the word I was looking for. Well, they'll still have enough to be able to engage the recall. So some of the things that have been opening in California is because Gavin Newsom wants to stall this recall effort because it's real. Then he decided, I'm just going to make this whole thing political and say this is all because of Republicans. Right? Everything about this is because the Republicans are after me and the Republicans are, are, are coming to get me. I won't be distracted by this partisan Republican recall. But I will fight it. There's too much at stake. StopTheRepublicanRecall.com This is how you know it's working. 100%. By the way, a poll was done, if you believe, for the extent you believe polls. Re-elect Governor Newsom, 41.7%. Time for someone new, 58.3%. This isn't a Republican recall. This is people disgusted by what they're seeing. We may have gone too far for even the political left. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. People standing up. People standing up for themselves. People uh, fighting back 150%. This is what you want to see. And seeing him live in fear, mm, that's okay too. This failure of a governor, this failure of a man. I'm I'm personally thrilled if he's worried for his job. And I would love to see, absolutely positively love to see him him out. Oh, it would be dreamy. In the meantime, if he wanted to get people to his cause, he'd be saying, hey, turn back the electricity for Tinhorn Flats. But they don't do that. Because there is no one in government who thinks it's right for for you to say, "Hmm, we don't, uh, we don't, we 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 don't think that uh, you know government should have this power." No, no, no. They're always in favor of government should have this power. You, we don't think you should be able to be open. We're going to show you. We're going to teach you a lesson. What the hell? So I'm siding with Tinhorn Flats, and and I feel this way about you know we we've had lawsuit after lawsuit. That talks about how, you know, churches can remain open. Did you really wait for a lawsuit? You're the church. You, you Don't tell me about your belief. Show me. You see the difference? Don't tell me about it. You're going to worry about what the, what the law says, about whether or not you're going to get together? That's, um, that's messed up. But you do keep winning. You do keep winning. And I'm very, very happy for those people. Now, let's, let's go do something with that. I don't know. Are churches back open everywhere? Are people actually showing up? They can space themselves out. I'm sure the church can figure those things out. Absolutely. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. 
Twitter, Instagram, Parler, at Tony Katz. This is Tony Katz today.